Yeah, just wondering if you guys are going to take call-ins. You know, is this going to be a dialogue or a monologue? Uh, you know, and uh, are, are you guys a broadcast live? Or are you just taping and then posting? Uh, you know, listen, I see you got five stars. So, uh, you know, I want to, you got to keep me, you got to keep your audience up on this stuff. All right, good suggestion there, Malcolm. I'm going to get an answer for but you. But I do, I did see in the news today that uh, your boys, the Chargers, may lose their running back. Uh, he says, pay me or trade me. He's going to exercise that trade option. So, uh, you know, things may be grim for Phillip Rivers yet again. We got Connor Ryan, J.P. Shady on the phone. This is the infamous Connor Ryan Power Rankings preview special. J.P. Shady wished to join this year. Uh, asking you shall receive. A loyal listener, Mr. Shady. Uh, how are you doing there? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm really excited to be here. I've been working on my rankings a lot. put a lot of thought into them. Definitely take into account the, uh, the recent BJP podcast. Take into what it does around this search really just make it a perfect list i believe and how, how did the big presentation go today the presentation went really well it was a stiff competition between the other five interns but i did pretty well and uh my boss's boss he's uh he offered me a job so oh know, there we go you can't you can't discount that and uh it's a nice little backup in case uh don't get anywhere else so that's nice there you go mr shady thank That's you thank you they can lose Yes. Big Chrysler guy. Trading uh, the yeah. charger around. Don't have to trade that thing in. No, no. I'm a car man now. Man of cars. Automobiles. Um, so, I mean, Connor, you know, have you listened to some of the Division Preview podcasts? Uh, anything just off the top of your head here that you, you want to share to the people? Um, the main thing I was listening to is I was over uh, with Lee yesterday. He was editing uh, the Lions special pod. That is out right now. Yeah, yeah, it just came out hours ago for uh, the public. So I had a little behind the scenes access there. Did you hear anything? Did I hear anything? Yeah, I heard that uh, uh, Lee had the Lions in the playoffs. This got to be for the first time. Yeah. The back judges found it. <laughs> that was really surprising. All right, well, let's jump into these rankings. Connor, do, do, did you uh, want to just go 32 to 1 and. Maybe or just maybe do thirty-two to sixteen to start. Well, uh, I was I was kind of thinking if I may, if I could butt in. I was just thinking we do like I was just thinking we do like five teams at a time if that works. Just okay, kind of yeah, go through our like tiers almost. That's completely fine. So, uh, Connor, sure. want to give us the your bottom five. This would be teams thirty-two through twenty-seven. Okay, so my bottom five starting at thirty-two. I don't expect a lot of the surprises at the bottom slot. I got the Miami Dolphins at thirty-two. At 31, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. At 30, I have Cliff Kingsbury and the Arizona Cardinals. 29, I have the Jets. At 28, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who did not take a quarterback as I had advised them to do in our draft pod. <laughs> Mr. Trady, wow. how many of those teams uh, were in your bottom five? In my bottom five, I had... I had... Wait, did you say five? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. I had four of them. Four of them. Five. Wow. I, I, would, okay. assume, I would assume the bottom three. Right? 32, I, 32 through 30 completely agree. 
In and, order? Excuse me, I had three. Three of the same teams. But 30 through 30, 32, I had Dolphins, Bengals at 31, and then 30, I had the Cardinals. Completely agree with those in Connor's analysis. With the Dolphins, I got to say, if you're a Dolphins fan, uh, I think you should fully expect Josh Rosen to be a one and done and see him going on his way after this year when they take two our, who knows, Justin Herbert in the draft. I think his time Miami is going to be short and not very sweet. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, Bengals, AJ Green, he's, he's uh, who knows when he's coming back. He probably wants out anyway. And then, yeah, Cardinals, I just don't know what to think about Kingsbury. But at 29, I had different. I had the Giants. I just Eli Manning. Just I love him, but he just he just doesn't have it anymore. He's done. He's through. You could really and their offense is going to be terrible other than Saquon. And then 28, I had the Redskins. Um, not really sure what to think about Dwayne Haskins, but I just the running back core is just prone to injuries, and they're just like a dysfunctional franchise. I don't trust. Fair enough, JP. Did you have Tampa or the Jets? Like. Super they're, far. They're, above no, they're my next. They're my next two teams. So okay. they're my next two teams. That's funny. The Giants and the Skins are exactly my next two teams. So we're I'm, pretty much in agreement. When you there. go twenty-six through thirty-two, I mean, I feel like it's pretty set on who you're going to have in there. It's the yeah. teams. Some of them have a, like. I feel like the Jets, the Jets, and maybe the Bucks or the Cardinals have a little bit of upside. But there's just so many question marks. It's really tough to see them pushing for a playoff spot. I'm surprised. Yeah, I guess. Can I ask a question here? Um, sure. Well, since we got some Jets talk going on, and maybe we're going to skip a little farther ahead here, but where do you guys have the Bills on your list? The Bills I have in my next tier 25. I literally have, after the Bucks, my bottom five, I have Giants, Skins, Bills. GP, where are the Bills for you? I, I, I'm a little higher on the Bills. I have them at 22. I really like the Bills this year. I mean, the running backs aren't really getting me too excited because they're all old. And LaShawn McCoy, I think, is done. Frank Gore, who knows when that guy's going to stop. He's, he's a machine. But I love Josh Allen. I think he's a winner. I think he I think he can grind. And I love Sean McDermott, head coach. I really think he's a great head coach. I think he inspires his players. And I think that defense is always tough. It is always tough. I, I, I guess I, just, the Bills ranked at 16. So Wow. I like the wow. Bills. Wow. Oh. Why? Why? It's, if you read, read your, you know, read the overnight bus too on thebackjudge.com. I I think that they are a fringy wild card team, and it mainly has Agreed. to do with the the, the draft. The, the draft was straight out of the back judge uh, scouting notebook. You had Ed Oliver, you yeah. had Cody Ford, Devin Singletary. You even had a Veer Camp Tyree Jackson as a, the undrafted quarterback. Uh, bringing in him was was a nice little you know just cherry on top. And I, I like I mean I'm a Josh Allen sucker. I'm a Josh Allen guy. I know there was some some rough spots last year, but I think he fits in well with the fabric of the city of Buffalo. Uh, and I agree, I agree. And I just think, and I think their defense is going to be really, really good. I guess I on the bottom tier, I wanted to say I just wanted to get in. Like, if any of these teams are going to make it, to me, I think the Skins have the best upside, just in the fact that they not only have Keon, but they also have Haskins. So it's like there's sort of two. QBs that they got in the room, whereas like I think like a team like the Jets, it's like it's either Darnold or it's nothing. There's no backup yeah. plan there. If Darnold goes bad, it's gonna go south in a hurry. Whereas I at least put, skins have a chance to kind of flip the script. If Keenum ends up being bad, Haskins could end up being good. Yeah, I completely agree. I did have the skins below the Jets when the Jets are twenty seven, skins are twenty eight, but I, I feel like the skins have a little bit more upside. 
just with the Haskins. And I feel like they're just overall, the, I feel like the Jets are so boo, the Jets are not even boo bust. I just don't even really trust them. And I don't trust Le'Veon either. I don't know what he's been up to. Getting robbed by those two girls, laying naked in his bed. I don't know, man. I don't trust Le'Veon one bit. I don't know if his head is, his head is right. All right, Connor, why don't you take us uh, through your next group of teams here? Yeah, so next five, so I already alluded. I got Giants at 27, Skins 26, Bills 25 that we've talked about. And then my next two after that are kind of some fringe playoff teams, at least in the past. I have the Panthers at 24, and then I have the Tennessee Titans at 23. Wow. That is um, interesting. I also have the Titans at 23. I think that was a good selection. 24, I have the Oakland Raiders. I, okay. I just think they're I, – I mean, I like some of the talent on their team. When you bring in Richie Incognito, Vontez Burke, and Antonio Brown, those are some personalities. So now he's going to have. So I, just, I don't know. I don't really know if they can gel. And with John Gruden and Hard Knocks, it just – it seems like something that's destined to fail for me, but you never really know. And then 25 out of the 49ers, uh, I, I don't really know much about this team. I don't really trust them. And then 26-27, as I said before, Boston Jets. So – Okay. Yeah, I mean, we're not too much different. I have the Raiders yeah. at 21 in my next 21. deal. I guess the Panthers, I just think there's a dysfunction in the organization. There's just a lot of anti-Cam Newton stuff kind of going around, even with the fan base. I think just if it goes south, if yeah. they really just get off to a hot start, I think this locker room is kind of going to implode. I could even see Riverboat Ron being on the way out. I think the Panthers might reset if it really doesn't come together this year. I, I completely agree with the reset, but I think I'm kind of on the opposite side. I, I think Cam Newton is poised for a bounce back here. I love McCaffrey. I think that their defense is still just rock solid. I love Keekly. I have them at 16. I think they're a French playoff team. But we can keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Adam, any thoughts? No, not too much. I mean, I think Panthers. Panthers, I'm kind of with you that I don't really believe in them. In the NFC South Division preview, I think on the next podcast that we have, I'm going to have a little bit of a segment called Division Revision, where I kind of go through some of the things that I said and kind of take it back. And I think putting the Buccaneers ahead of the Panthers uh, in my division predictions is something I'll take whoa, back. Whoa, whoa. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it back. I don't I don't believe in that anymore. I think the Panthers are a little bit better overall than the Bucks are. But again, at the same time, I picked them third to come in the NFC South. That's a tough division. I don't really see them overcoming it. And you don't really know what Cam Newton's going to look like coming off his shoulder surgery either. So uh, I think you guys are kind of spot on uh, so far and seem yeah. to be in lockstep a little bit. Come on, let's get a little, let's get a little juicy. Let's get a little debate. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's, uh, Connor, Connor, you want to give us your uh, 22 through, through what? Uh, 18? 17. Sure. So 22, I got Denver Broncos coming in there. Then I have the, Raiders, like I said, it's one. And the hometown team, the Detroit Lions, number 20. Right. Texans, 19. Niners, 18. Interesting. I'm pretty, once again, not too, not too much variance. Um, 22, as I said before, I have the Buffalo Bills. I think, they're, I think they have a lot of upside this year. 21, I have the Denver Broncos. I just don't trust Flacco one bit. They still have a lot of talent on that team, but I just don't trust Flacco. 20 out of the Jags. I don't know about Nick Foles. I think this is this could be a rough year for them. 
The 19 also have the Texans. I, the offensive line, I think, is terrible. Really do not think they have a lot of upside. And then 18, I have the Seattle Seahawks. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, it's not a huge jump. For me, I have the Jags at 16. I think they're a little better. I think they're going to be right on the borderline of making the playoffs. It really depends on what Nick Foles can do when he's not playing behind the best offensive line in all of football. With yeah. The um, I definitely I don't love the receiver situation there. I mean, they have a lot of speedster guys, but they don't necessarily have the big, tall target that you would love for Nick Foles to have, like an Alshon no. type. No. But they still have Fournette, and they, I think the defense will motivate now that they're going to see that this really is the year, especially for guys like Ramsey who are going to want to get paid next offseason for sure. So I think, they're, I think they might be a bit better than expected. Um, the Seahawks, I've up at 13. I think they're right there on the playoff spot. I don't love their O-line, but I, Russell Wilson continues to prove me wrong every year. I've had the Seahawks low the past couple of pods I've been on this doing this power ranking, and they always seem to somehow kind of squeak it out. Yeah. JP, um, did you have the Lions in that grouping? I did. I did not. I did not. Okay. The Lions, I, yeah, I know the Lions did. are above that for me. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll wait patiently for Shady's Lions ranking. Yeah. Um, but what, going back to the Seahawks, I, I, kind of, I completely agree with Connor that Russell Wilson is a dynamic and just a complete star. And Pete Carroll's a great coach, too, but I don't know. I just feel like this is the year that they just kind of hit that downward trend. Uh, it's just they lost Frank Clark. Uh, they lost Earl Thomas, obviously, even though he didn't really play that much last year. But I hate the receiver situation. I just hate. I, I don't trust DK Metcalf at all. He can't run routes. His routes are disgusting. And uh, I don't know, they lost to Baldwin, too, so we'll see. Yeah, maybe Seattle should uh, pick up Laquan. Like Laquan, you know, he's still got a little juice left in that tank. Put him out there, he'll play. He'll play. Yeah, I think the Purdy's going to be cut from the Vikings. That's the big rumor. And he's oh, not going to make a costume. Oh, boy. Maybe he'll come uh, to Detroit. Yeah, yeah. The Lions will get the second chance. I just would like to see it. All right, Calder, you want to give us a 17 through 13? Sure. So I got the Ravens at 17. After that, I've got uh, the Jags at 16, like I said. Then I got uh, Steelers, Cowboys, and then the Seahawks. You have Seahawks at 13? Okay. Okay. Well, when you're looking at me, I I just made a – I'm contradicting myself a little bit, but I made a switch, a big time, a mid-pod switch. I'm dropping the Panthers to 17. Uh, I had said previously said I had the 16, but I'm dropping them to 17 because, yeah, I just Cam Newton. I, I think he's gonna have a big year, but there's always the possibility that he gets hurt again when he gets just he's a running quarterback. He just he's gonna end up getting hit. 16. I'm moving up the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. 16. I think they're a fringe playoff team this year. I'm loving what I'm hearing about the Hawk, TJ Hawkinson. I I really believe that. He could be a star tight end. I wasn't super happy about the pick earlier in the year, but, you know, that's just the line. When they see a juicy tight end sitting there, they have to pick him. And then 15, I have the Ravens. Really fringes on Lamar Jackson. Really, I don't really know about him. That's why I'm just dead in the middle. I don't. If he's great, they'll be great. If he's not, they won't be. 14, I have the Dallas Cowboys. And then 13, I have uh, Mitchell Bombisky and the Chicago Bears. Connor, a question for you. Um, I'm sorry that I haven't been totally keeping track, but have you mentioned the Raider? I'm sorry, the Ravens or the Browns yet? He did mention the Ravens. Okay. 
I had the yeah. I had the Ravens at seventeen. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And so, okay. Well, so the, 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 I mean, that's interesting. You so you see the the Browns as winning the AFC North this year. Well, that's the thing with our power rankings. Our power rankings are kind of interesting. So the way we do it here on the back is from the first pick, we have our Super Bowl pick, not necessarily the best team. But then after that, it's just sort of the order of it was a head-to-head matchup kind of thing. So as of right now, yeah, I have to have the Browns as well. Because to me, the Browns are just a boomer. They're just a prototypical boomer boss. Okay. With the talent they have, they can easily be the top eight. But then again, and they're also like, the problems. It's an Eagles situation that and they could just not really work out. So I have them kind of middle of the road. I have them in my next slot at 12. So I don't have them much higher than the Ravens Steelers. I have the Steelers at 15, but currently I'm giving the edge to the Browns right now. Which is interesting. Uh, they're low on them last year. Huh. Me and I had the big uh, Browns Panthers debate from last year. One of the most contentious um, debates on the pod. Hey, so, I'm uh, go ahead, JD. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'm just gonna say I'm right there with Connor and the Browns. I'm at 11. Um, I really, obviously, I love their talent. I mean, there's no doubt. It, there's, there's no doubt about it. They brought Odell. I think Miles Garrett is. I think he's a MVP candidate this year. Defensive MVP. I, I um, MVP. I think he's a stud. I think he's an absolute beast. I think he's going to eat this year. I really love their defense. Denzel Ward, who's a many people thought was drafted too high, but he had a great year last year. He's a great corner. And then just, their defense is just solid, and their offense is too. But once again, you know, they're just so boomer bust bringing Kareem Hunt and really just if Baker is going to play to a lot of how or play to how a lot of people think he can, being like a, an All Pro quarterback, then. They could be a great team, but if not, if he struggles, then you just never really know. They could fall apart. Yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like they're swinging for the fence. That's the plan. They are, for sure. Personally, I have the... A lot of personalities. I have the Steelers winning the AFC North. Obviously, I know there's not too much discrepancy, I guess, between their rankings for you guys, but um, I kind of liken the Browns almost to two years before uh, ago, the Rams team with Sean McVay, where they made the playoffs, but then they lost in that first game against the Falcons. Like I think the talent is there. I think you can see the see that clearly. But at the same time, I don't think the experience um, is there at that level quite yet, where I can see them making a playoff run. So at this point, with with the Steelers moving on from Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, uh, and kind of just having a nice little organizational reset, I kind of like that uh, where they're sitting at right now, and think that Ben Roethlisberger. He led the league in, in passing yards last year. I know it wasn't maybe his, his best season, had some interception issues, but he definitely still is, a, in my opinion, a top quarterback in the league and, and can take your team far even without maybe some of the higher-tier weapons uh, that, that exist on that Steelers team. So I, I kind of have them more from an experience standpoint, and also uh, you know they still have talent, so I think they are going to uh, you know do better than the Browns will this year. Yeah, I, I agree, Clef. I have them actually at 10, so one spot above. The Cleveland Browns. I still think they're the top dog in that division. I wrote some notes. I mean, I, I think that the Browns have more talent, but the Steelers are just a better organization through and through. If you look at the 2010s, they're 15-2-1 against the Browns, and that's just until further until further notice. I, I just can't justify picking the Browns out of the Steelers when they still have Tomlin, still have Big Ben, and Juju and James Conner. I think are worthy replacements for Antonio Brown. 
and Le'Veon Bell. And they just, they're just like a well-oiled machine that, yeah, they missed the playoffs last year, but I love the Devin Bush pick. I think their defense is a little retooled, and I, I really see them getting back in that playoff hunt this year. Nice little stat drop there, Shady. like that. Yeah, 15-2-1. I don't trust them. They haven't beat the Browns since 2014. So, you know, what have you done to me lately? Come on. Here's my here's my thing with the Steelers right here. I'm gonna, I like James Conner. My concern with them is I don't know how, and I get Cleveland's overstacked at wide receiver, but like this, their secondary majorly concerns me in Pittsburgh. I know they got Hayden on a nice little discount from the Browns, actually, and he's done pretty admirably for what he's been paid. He's, he's bounced back somewhat nicely, but I think Juju is possibly the most overrated player in the NFL. Whoa! He made like 40 men on the NFL Whoa. top 100, and Quentin Nelson, my boy, was left completely off the list. This dude is an elite wide receiver two, not a wide receiver one. He runs a 4-3 and plays Fortnite with Ninja, and he's good with kids, so let's put him in the top 50 of the NFL top 100. This dude, when Xavier Rhodes is covering him, or some real corner that's going to get physical with him, he's going to be immature, just like he was with Von Taz when he laid him out and got ejected from the game. This dude is not going to be able to stick in the league when there's no, top elite I, shot. No, 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 no. I loved what he did with Fontes. Fontes is a dirty player, and you, you beat the shit at him. You know, put because you mess with my team, you mess with me. I love his energy. He's a team player. He just ride, ride or die for his boys. And I love. I think Juju's going to be a star this year. I think he could easily. Juju would have been cut if it was done on Belichick's team. He would have been cut for that. Oh, no, he went out of. Fontes is just a well-known dirty player. So I don't think anybody in the entire world had a problem with him doing that. Don't Seriously. stoop to his level. Don't stoop to that no. level. You got to out of the game. Box. We could go the Jesus route and, don't, and turn the other cheek, but Vontez just keeps yeah. So you got to put him in his place sometimes. And Vontez has to be good at years. So you know what? It's time to just put him in his place. Yeah, you got ejected, but you know what? Good for you, Juju. So, uh, Good for you. I'm sensing a little potential for a, a power rankings. I'm, I'm, I'm smelling a little potential for a power rankings podcast. JP Shady, Connor Ryan, special prophecy moment with Juju Smith-Schuster here. Uh, Connor, yeah. is there yeah. some sort of, you know, last year Juju went for 111 receptions, 1,400 yards, and seven touchdowns. Is there a sort of line that you want to put him at maybe? Now that Antonio Brown's gone, you think he's going to do a little worse in these categories? Like, where are you going to put him at? Where am I going to put him at? I don't know in terms of yards because I mean, it's hard to see he's going to do worse when you lose a target like Antonio Brown. I think his targets are going to go up. However, I think I'll say this. I'll say this. If he's at 49 or whoever the hell I think he was in the NFL top 100, I think he drops off the list next year. That's my bold prediction. Uh, I think he's off the list. He's over 50 spots off the list. He won't be on the list. Disagree. Completely disagree. All right, I, I think I think he's having a good year. I, I can definitely see. Well, look at Dante. I prophesize double-digit touchdowns this year. He is the top guy in Hilton this year. It'll be that type I of year. I think he's getting. I think he's getting ten TDs this year. I really see him being a red zone threat. So he has year, one, you say fourteen hundred yards last year. Yep. Fourteen hundred. Uh, give me the over. Give me the over. I see him somewhere around sixteen hundred. I think he increases it by two hundred. I mean, still. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to go way off the earth and say that he's going to have a Calvin type here going over 2,000, but he, he's, he's going to have a good year. All right, let's keep, let's keep going down the list. Let's keep going down the list. Okay. Um, 
I just feel like I should mention, because I talked about 10-11, that at 12, I have the Packers. I think they definitely retooled, but uh, I don't trust Matt LaFleur. And in the words of uh, White Goodman, crammed up your cram old floor. That's what he hit. Aaron Rodgers is going to be saying that a lot this year with those play calls. I'm just saying that. I still think they're a good team. Aaron Rodgers still has a lot left in him. He's definitely going to have a really good year. He's got a lot to prove just for himself and the team, but I, I don't know. I don't see him as a top-10 team. How do we have Packers? Um, what number are we on now? Well, I, just tiers, said 12. I just said 12. We started at 12. Yeah, I think it's about right. Yeah, I said the Browns at 12. I have the Falcons coming in at 11. Then I have the Packers coming in at 10. Okay. Then the Vikings, then the Saints. Okay, yeah. I have the Vikings at 9. And then I have the Colts at 8. Excuse me, excuse me, the Rams at 8. I had the L.A. Rams at 8. I had the Vikings at 9, the L.A. Rams at 8. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm a little low on the Rams this year. I don't trust Wonder Boy Goff in the words of Lee Murray. Uh, he had a rough Super Bowl. Sean McVay, I still think, is a great coach, but Todd Gurley's really worrying me, too. When they don't have Todd Gurley running and running well, they're off kind of stalls. Something interesting I saw on, like, the herd the other day, they said uh, Goff was rated in, like, the top, like, eight or something like that amongst player votes on oh, best wow. beats, yeah, which I think is interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. All right, where, where, where are you well, going I want to uh, quickly jump in here and mention that I have the Packers oh, at 20. You have the Yeah, yes. You have the Packers. You have the Packers at 20. Whoa, whoa. It's, uh, I'm, I'm predicting it for a... Uh, exactly right, Lions. Yeah, well, I have the, the Packers going, uh, you know, I think they'll be 6-10 and 10 or so. I have LaFleur being a one-and-done coach, and I have him coming in last in the NFC North. Cramble floor. Yeah, there's no way they're going to come in last or go 6-10. There's no way. Like... They're not, they're not that bad of a team. I mean, they didn't really do anything to address their wide receiver situation, I agree. I don't think Allison and uh, Adams and even Equinemius St. Brown are the worst trio you can have. It's, I mean, especially with Adams. Adams is better than Schuster. I'll definitely go on the record saying that. I'd much rather have Devontae Adams and Rodgers than Schuster and uh, Roethlisberger. But uh, I don't know what to think of Lafleur. I think he's kind of – I mean – I think it's a little ridiculous to be like he's one and done six and ten now. It's like imagine if he was hired in Detroit. I doubt the tune would be the same if he was hired here. It wouldn't be oh six and ten and he's definitely gone. I mean, you got to give the guy at least a chance to see what he can do. I think it, I get there's been reports that he's gotten along with Rodgers in terms of the playbook or whatever. But Rodgers did clarify and said they're friends off the field, which Rodgers doesn't seem to have too many of those. So I'll take that as a positive to be honest <laughs> that at least they're getting along outside of football i think the rest will come later i think there's definitely going to be a learning curve for both but the packers are sort of in a situation where they need to take the next step and try to get back to running it is a risky move but i don't i don't see them going six and ten or last in the division by any means yeah, and the north is a tough division to be fair all right continue um, on connor connor you want to connor, you want to round out your top ten yeah sure um, so going from 10, so I had Green Bay, Minnesota, like I said, Saints coming in at 8, then I had the Bears, the Colts, 
the Patriots, the Rams, the Chiefs, and then the Eagles. Whoa, Eagles. It too. Saving the one if you can't remember it off the top of your head. All right. Well, what do you got? The, well, when I started nine, as I said before, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think they're going to have a bounce back year. Nine, I have the Vikings. Eight, I have the Indianapolis Colts. Love Andrew Luck in that team this year. Seven, Atlanta Falcons. I think they're also primed for a bounce back year. Oh, wait, excuse me. Eight, I have the Rams. I made a little cross-off. Eight, I have the Rams. Pardon me. Six, I have the Colts. Six, I have the Colts. With, I think Andrew Luck is an MVP candidate this, candidate this year. Five, Philadelphia Eagles. Four, Charges, three Patriots, two Saints. I, I guess I'm a lot higher on the Saints than you are this year, Connor. Yeah, I mean, I have an eight. It's not like out of the world. I don't yeah. think the Saints really got better this like than last year. I think they're about the same. They're in that sort of tier. I think they sort of got a little lucky last year despite the call in the final game. But I think they, I didn't think their team was that great. I think Drew Brees is tremendous. Paying Michael Thomas is a lot of money is going to kind of strap. I mean, they're they're strapped in for this team. They think this team's going to be good enough. They're not going to be making many additions in the next years to come because of that, unless Breeze, you know, Barn takes a major discount with his next deal or something like along those lines. I think the Colts are fine. I think we got to acknowledge, I don't know about Andrew Luck MVP. The guy never is really one super big in the playoffs. It's a Lee and I debate that has been hashed out over the years plenty of times. I think it's time to acknowledge that they have one hell of an offensive line. They've invested two first-round picks in it, and it's paid off tremendously for them. I like Naheem Hines a lot. I think their running backs are going to be really interesting. I, just, I like the team overall. I think they're really balanced. I think Frank Reich's a great coach. I mean, he comes from that injury coaching tree that you just see throughout the NFL. Everybody seems to be a winner. Um, I guess I'm going to reveal it now. My number one is uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, who JP had at four, which is yeah. interesting because this is an I debate from two years ago when uh, Tommy and Lee were both real high on the Chargers. I told them the year is not going to be the first year they moved to L.A. Well, now we're entering year three. This is the year that it all comes together for the Chargers. I really like their draft a lot. They got Jerry Tillery, my boy. They have like seven Notre Dame guys on this team. I love the chemistry that they're going to have this year. They got my boy Tranquil, who's going to be a captain of this league. He's been a prophecy I've been spouting for a while. Nasir Adderley, I think, was super like underrated in terms of where he's going to go. A lot of mocks had him as a fringe first, and they got him at a really nice bargain spot. I think their O line is concerning, but Philip Rivers hasn't really seemed to have much of an issue with it, to be honest. And neither is Melvin Gordon, for that matter. They both put up really nice numbers, despite uh, an alarming amount of pressure being put on Rivers in the pocket. If you look at the pressure rates that they have. Not really concerned about the Gordon holdout. Honestly, I think Eckler is as good of a running back and could potentially be something where it's addition by subtraction if Gordon does decide to leave and the Chargers can get somebody in a decent sort of trade for him, sort of sign trade kind of deal. I I agree, Connor. I'm really high on the Chargers this year. I think that I I think that they're, they're primed for a big year. Uh, I really love their defense. I really love those young pieces on their defense. I love Joey uh, Bosa. I love Desmond King, and I love Derwin James. I think they're three studs. I think they had, they played with passion, and I really think their defense is going to be top-notch this year, and I think Phil Rivers has a little bit left in the tank for sure. Love Keenan Allen and Mike Williams as a receiver duo. 
And then, yeah, the Melvin Gordon holdout, I would say, is a little concerning because I do, I do think Melvin Gordon is a step above Austin Eckler, but I do think Eckler can come in and fill that hole if need be. Shady, what's your number one overall team? My number one overall team is Lord Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I love what they did over the offseason. I love what they did. They would have won the Super Bowl, as I predicted, if D Ford wasn't an idiot and lined up in the neutral zone. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, I predicted a week, I think it was week 15 or 16, I said they're going all the way, and they had they had the Patriots on the ropes. But D Ford had to line up another inch forward and ruin everything. Damn you, D Ford. But regardless, I think Tyree Kills, well, I know Tyree Kills coming back. And maybe something could happen later, but I feel like if they were going to suspend him, they would have already done it. He's a dynamic receiver. I think Damian Williams is a fine replacement for Kareem Hunt, as he showed last year. I mean, he's no, I'm not going to say he is Kareem Hunt, because he's not. But he can, he can fill the void. Kelsey's top best tight end in the league, without a doubt. I'm a big fan of bringing the Honey Badger and Tyron Matthew, as well as Frank Clark. I think those are two defensive players that will help out that atrocious defense from last year. I, I just think they can't get any worse at defense. And they're off can only go higher with Patrick Mahomes. So I'm really high on that. I think they're I think they're my Super Bowl favorite. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked to have the Chiefs there. I just think Andy Reid is cursed. I think that's the only thing to explain the D Ford uh mishap. I mean I it's, I, it's, that's like the most Lions thing I've ever seen not happen to the Lions because of the Chiefs. Um yeah. And then the Eagles, the only reason why the Eagles above is that they just if you look at the numbers, their O line and D line, both of them are ranked in the top three on basically anybody's uh, yeah. predictions. Uh, yeah. Uh, French guy, trench warfare, baby. That's Connor, what wins games. Connor, I completely agree. I, I'm, I think I, I think Eagles are five. I don't have them as high as you, but still in the same top five range. I'm really high on them. I, I like Nick Foles, but he just he's not like he's not a, a really good starting quarterback. He has his moments, but I think Carson Wentz is a star. I really think he's going to have a breakout year. And they just, even last year with all those injuries, they still found a way to win a playoff game. More than the Lions have for the past almost 30 years. So, you know, I, I, just, I, I really think that this is, this is a year that the Eagles can get back to the Super Bowl and make some noise. Thank you, boys, for your uh, predictions. I will share with you. Uh, my number one team is the Atlanta Falcons. They're my Super Bowl pick this year. So, wow. take that as you will. Nice little just, saucy uh, pick. Just, if... I don't mean to interrupt, but just what, what are all of our Super Bowl picks? Is it the top two teams, or well, the, the you just say the top one's the winner, and then after yeah. that, it's just who you think is the best team. Okay, but I, I do have right, a. Uh, I ha- and I'm gonna. I'll unveil this on a later podcast. But at the moment, my AFC Championship game would be the Colts and the Steelers. I think they'll they'll make it to the AFC Championship Ooh. game, and I, and, and I like uh, I like game. the Eagles and the Falcons in the NFC Championship game. Wow, I, 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 in my NFC Championship game, I also like the Falcons, and I think it's going to be, I, I could really see a little, um, uh, yeah, I like the Falcons, and I'll probably have to go with the Eagles as well. I think that's a good choice. And then when it comes to the AFC, I'm going to have obviously the Chiefs in there with, with their, one of my top teams, and I probably have to go. I probably have to go with the Colts. Uh, I'm really high on this here. Actually, no. Scratch that. Give me the Chargers. AFC West Championship. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to speak on something I haven't like uh, really thought much about in terms of uh, where they'd be at. I think that I will say this: I think the NFC is super like wide open compared to the AFC. I think the AFC it's really like there's five teams like vying for the spot. I think really after the Eagles, it could really you could really rationalize just about anybody that's not in like that ten tier of the league making it. I agree, and. Whenever I'm making an AFC championship or whoever's winning the AFC prediction, I just like there's just like a little knot in my stomach when I'm not picking the Patriots because I know they're just gonna somehow do it. Or they have no they have no business doing it, but they're gonna do it. They're gonna win, and I don't know how, but they will. They're just gonna make me. And my weight to my weight too early uh, power rankings since this episode pretty much on I just don't think they did enough to address the. Wrong vacancies here. Hmm. Right, I think boys. I killed Harry's injury. I don't keep take that. I'm a big Ben Watson guy. But <laughs> it doesn't really do it for me. Jeez. Uh, boys, well, well, thank you so much for, for sharing your uh, your smarts. You're putting your time and effort into your lists. And, uh, you know, yes, honestly, you. anytime you want to be back on the podcast, just uh, let me know. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Our pleasure.